the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Backbone Radio without Matt Dunn on this particular Sunday. Randy Corcoran from Saturday Night's filling in for my good buddy who really did a number for me during the last few months while I've been away quite a bit. So uh, God bless you, Matt. Hope you and your family are uh, making some great memories right now. And, of course, uh, everybody's favorite, Matt Dunn, will be back next week. That is my understanding. was once again fooling around on that uh, those Internet things. And um, I had mentioned before, re- referring to something I had read about the Chinese nationals lining up on our southern border in california and i stumbled across a video of it and it's just amazing as the video sweeps past there's a few women there's a couple of people who aren't you know young fit uh, military aged chinese people and um and they're waiting to cross illegally and border patrol agents you know talking to them going through but you know they're coming in that is the biden policy and they're waiting to go through gaps in the border in Jacumba Hot Springs, California. And um, this piece goes on to explain that tomorrow San Diego County officials will vote on whether the county will spend $3 million in taxpayer funds for, quote, migrant services due to resources stretched thin. So our taxpayer money in a time in America when the dollar is getting less and less valuable. The cost of living is getting higher and higher. The ability to buy a home or get a new car, or fix your car, or just all of those things. So hard and out of reach for so many Americans. And the vote is whether to spend taxpayer dollars to help illegals who enter our country, their first act violating our laws with the support, encouragement, and sometimes recruitment of the Biden administration. And that's where we are as we wrap up 2023 under the worst president in my lifetime and undoubtedly a man who will go down in history as one of the worst presidents ever, unless you are a radical leftist open border Marxist who wants to see this country as Barack Obama promised. And we know the Obamas are pulling the strings fundamentally transformed. Uh, interesting post on top of this video from Dr. Li Meng Yan, and you may remember her. She was the one who, uh, the Chinese, uh, in the, the virologist who, gosh, all the way back in January of 2020 was calling the alarm on the CCP virus and where it came from. And I guess she's got, got a podcast now, and, and um, but I remember seeing her on, man, was it? Was it Fox News back before I stopped watching them? Um, And she said some very controversial things, things that have been borne out as true over the years since. But she was silenced. She was canceled. Uh, She was shut down for a time. Uh, Thanks to 
Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter, she has a voice there with about 180, 190,000 followers. And she comments on this video. Be aware, recently, a new wave of reports by Chinese journalists at the New York Times and the BBC. Chinese further enhance the political correctness of military age. I'm sorry, it's BB, New York Times and BBC Chinese. But these new reports further enhance the political correctness of military age illegal migrants. It tells how the illegal migrants, and I, I don't know why people use that word, the illegal Aliens escaped from China to the United States for a better life, but they never mention the national security risk that you and I face by Chinese agents infiltrating along with these migrants. China doesn't let these people out unless they want them somewhere. Remember, China sent people after the virus got out of the Wuhan lab. They sent Chinese people into virtually every nation. You know, I mean, there's a lot of nations that we that people don't travel. Every significant populated segment of the planet. It guaranteed that the virus was not going to be contained in and around the Wuhan lab. They never mention in these reports the security risks by these military-aged Chinese agents among these poor, sad, illegal aliens just leaving China for a better life here in America. And according to Dr. Yan, if you dare to question it, you will be called anti-Asian or anti-Chinese. God, the blindness, what we are allowing to happen. How many voices are out there reminding you, pounding the table, about the southern border and this incredible, incredible risk. Anyway, I saw a video, this video, I was watching it again as it plays by, backing up what I had read earlier about that. It's just terrifying. But we can't stop. We cannot let up or let down or be silenced or be lawfared into silence. We've got to keep pumping each other up. We've got to keep educating our young folks. We've got to keep in action. And we've got to stop electing nutbag Democrats into these positions of power. Look at every city that's run by a Democrat. Find me one where the crime rates have gone down, where the cost of living has gone down, where the taxes have gone down, where the roads have gotten fixed. Look to our own backyard. The capital city, Denver, Colorado, it's a cesspool. It's a hellhole. Over here in Aurora, near the radio station, the homeless enclaves pop up. Every once in a while, they clean them out, and they just relocate. They just move, and then they eventually come back. And your roads? How bad will the roads in Colorado become? How much worse can they get? All right, before we jump into Republican debate stuff, question that's been popping up here on the text to studio uh, and it's an it's a good question if joe biden had involvement in hunter's illegal activity and boy it doesn't seem like it's an if anymore does it could joe still pardon hunter biden absolutely the power of a president to pardon for federal offenses is un 
limited. Most people believe a president can pardon themselves. Wouldn't it be something? We know Joe Biden is not going to last to the end of his term or at least to a reelection. He will be polled. I, I just have no doubt about it. I've been saying for years it's going to be Michelle Obama. We'll see how that plays out. It's not going to be Joe Biden. But the idea that, oh, they've really ranked, wrapped up the ranked. <laughs> come on. They've really revved up the charges on Hunter Biden after they let the statute of limitations expire on some of the most serious charges. But no, he's facing up to 17 years in prison. Never, ever happen because he will be pardoned. But wouldn't it be interesting with all the talk about Donald Trump, if he gets reelected, pardoning himself for the federal offenses that he's charged with? Wouldn't it be something if Joe Biden turns out to be the first president to issue a pardon for himself on his way out the pathetic door? Absolutely unbelievable what we may get a chance to see in 2024. Uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you think you're living in Orwellian times, if you think 1984, especially during the the Department of Justice lies and spying upon the Trump administration and the misrepresentations about January 6th and the lies to you about the CCP virus and the safety and the efficacy of vaccine after vaccine, so-called vaccine after so-called vaccine, and booster after booster, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because the left is this close to that fundamental transformation, and they know if Donald Trump gets back in office, it will set them back decades. Because it will be a house cleaning like no other. Political prosecutions, yeah, Democrats, you opened the door for it. You are terrified that it may be coming your way. All this beautiful Christmas music, and here I am, sounding the doom and gloom of the future. But if God's in charge, if we stand strong, brighter days are ahead. Stay with us, Backbone. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker. News Talk 710, KNUS. Watching all the people die. I'll feel much better on the other side of the world. I believe. Why? Because it is so quick. I don't need power when I'm hypnotized. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the words before they come. That's awesome. Hey, we're back. It's Backbone Radio. And I'm Randy Corcoran in for Matt Dunn. Good to have you along. Our phone number, 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. I had uh, teased earlier a... Kind of a surprise announcement for for most people, including me as a Republican National Committee man, um, the only one from Colorado, one from every state, and the RNC who took control of the debates away from the Presidential Debate Commission and has put on these four uh, debates. Um, 
for what good, whatever good that they've done, is backing out of the debate business, at least for now. They are no longer going to impose restrictions or requirements or host or direct or probably promote, I don't know, any of these future debates. And I'll explain that more in a little bit. But uh, we've had some callers patiently waiting, and let's see if we can get Guy on the phone right now. Welcome to Backbone Radio. Uh, good evening, Counselor. Evening. As uh, my national committee man for the GOP, I have a question for you. You don't have to give me specifics. But the GOP have any strategies they're putting in place? And I'll preface this. My friends and I sit around uh, my backyard uh, barbecue and discuss this stuff. Anything that we that's going to happen, perhaps, you don't have to disclose the specifics, but to keep uh, polls from closing and kicking everybody out and all of a sudden reopening next morning and a uh, certain presidential candidate who was winning before the polls closed temporarily was losing. Well, that couldn't you know ha- what I'm talking about. That couldn't happen, could it, Guy? That's never happened before. No. You you know it happened. That can't even be possible. I just can't even imagine. Well, are you reading too much George Orwell or what? (laughs) Hey, now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, the RNC is remarkable. You know, I talk about these national, and I I say this with plenty of caveats. You know, it's an old ship, a very large ship. It turns very slowly, but... For the very first time, the RNC has a complete division of the RNC devoted to election integrity. Over 70 lawsuits that we're in the middle of right now, training poll watchers, poll judges, uh, it putting and, you know, it's not going to hit every state. I don't think much is going to dribble down to Colorado because we know where our electoral college votes are going. But in the battleground states for president, the states that matter, um, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, Arizona, Nevada. You got it, man. Yeah, you got it. The states where if you if you add it all together in 2020, Donald Trump, if you believe the count, the voting count, as it was portrayed at the end of that election, lost by about 40,000 votes in just the right places. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that that's very curious for people, but I'm sure it was just a coincidence. But yes. Um, Ronna has kept her promise and is doing a great job. Now, if it, when it comes to machines, they still are very nervous about um, following the data that's coming out in Georgia and elsewhere about, I think, in Georgia, it's Dominion voting machines. Um, it, but it's such a slow process. But slowly and surely, we're creaking our way toward significant information. And the one area where... You know, the Republicans, they'll listen, but you never see any action from them is in trying to stop machine voting, trying to help people understand that logic and accuracy tests don't do anything to verify or guarantee the logic and accuracy of these voting machines and on and on and on. But in every other facet, Gus, um, or I'm sorry, Guy, it's very, very, um, I guess I won't say fulfilling, but it's very motivating to me to see that we're heading that direction and we're spending a lot of money to do it. Um, I, I don't know a lot. I don't know if your friends know this, if you've heard me talk about it, but you know, the RNC for all its many flaws had its hands tied behind its back for 40 years, could not participate after an election in trying to, uh, you know, get to the bottom of uh, illegal. 
we they we were under a, a directive but from a, a judge that said we can't do that an agreement that was made by a former rnc chair that lasted for decades and we finally got the gloves taken off a couple of years ago and uh and ronna mcdaniel has put some money where her mouth was about trying to ensure the integrity of these elections okay. and i'll talk i'll talk more about that as we get into next year on my show but um okay yeah well thank you i I appreciate. I mean, I did not need those specifics. I'm just trusting that something will be in place election night because I think we sort of need to win the White House and the, the Senate and the House. I mean, you know, we need to do all those things if we're going to right the ship. And uh, I really, I really appreciate hearing from you, and I, I'm glad that you know you're available to talk to Randy. And thank you. Well, guy, reach out any time in my role as committee man. You know, I'm definitely happy to talk to you or friends or anybody. So thank you for listening, and thanks for calling okay. in tonight. Have, have a good evening. All right, you too. All right, let's uh, – always good to hear from Jack in Cheyenne. Jack, welcome back to Backbone. Just a thought to try there. think anybody in the United States military would accept Michelle Obama as their commander-in-chief? That's all I have. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. I uh, sadly, I think that they would, um, and I think it's a distinct possibility really? that she becomes the Democrat nominee. Well, what are they going to do? Openly revolt? Number one, the, the leadership of the U.S. military is cl- as woke as can be right now. Look at the policies. Look at the priorities. Look at the people scurrying out of that sinking ship. Terrifying to me. What's happened to our military? Um, but the the ones who are sticking around, you know, the ones who weren't fired over their refusal to take the COVID jab or whatever, are they going to what are they going to do? Mount an insurrection against their own commander in chief. I, I think they would do their duty as they are sworn to do if she was, in fact, installed as president of the United States. I think it would be a big problem. I disagree. All righty, man. God bless you, Jack. Thanks, man. All right, Joe in Arvada. Let's get you in. Welcome, Backbone Hi, Radio. Randy. Howdy. Hi, Randy. I, I'm calling about the DNC. Uh, let's see. Uh, at this point, isn't the DNC's job to help win the presidential election for the Republican Party? So uh, you must. This, you mean the RNC? I meant. Though, did I say sure, DNC? You did. I Go meant ahead. The RNC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my bad. Uh, just a, uh, an old brain fart. Oops, I almost said that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I'm not anyway. sure you can say fart on the radio, so let's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that's not a bad one. <laughs> uh, the, here's the thing. Uh, Ronald McDaniel, listen up. You want donations? Defend Donald Trump. Why don't you start an advertising blitz, blitz on what a phony charade this court system and Merritt Garland and all these these show ponies in the Democrat Party that are just, you know, blubbering nonsense, nothing to do with the law or the Constitution. And we'll we'll start funding the, the, the RNC if you defend Donald Trump and try to win. Hello, try to win, Ronna McDaniel. If, if you were to, to change your gears and just say, okay, uh, yeah, Donald Trump won, is winning the primary. He's going to win. Oh, let's go ahead and win the election, too. Yeah, we'll help you, especially if you started putting up the the truth that 
that Merrick Garland doesn't doesn't go after real prosecutions. He just goes after political ones. Well, I I'm maybe you don't know this. I know a lot of people don't, but there's nothing the RNC can do to promote one candidate over another during a primary. Absolutely sworn to neutrality. So that's one limitation. There are a lot of things that can be done. You're right on point on that, Joe. Sounds like we're up against the wall. Sorry we can't continue the conversation unless you want to stick around. Right back on Backbone Radio. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. Said the straight man to the late man, where have you been? I've been here and I've been there and I've been in Well, I had to get educated by music producer for Backbone Radio tonight, Blake Gallagher. That's King Crimson. I I wouldn't have picked it up, but it's awesome. Haunting. Ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. All right, let's get some calls. One thing I want to make sure that we get into before the show runs out is you've got to hear the couple minutes that uh, Jack Posobiec did with Elon Musk about... Um, what he's willing to do to make Twitter the eminent, preeminent free speech platform in the world. And of course, you know, you heard our propaganda news at the, during the, well, we get during the top of the hour and elsewhere. And you know, Elon Musk has restored the account of conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Can't talk at all about the courageousness of Elon Musk to open the platform up as a free speech platform should be to people of all viewpoints and let the public debate guide policy, guide the conclusions that people make and their commentary, the CBS commentary on Trump's decision not to testify apparently tomorrow at his trial. And you know, Trump, uh, you know, would have had more advantage when he's testifying in his own defense rather than when the state's attorney was, you know, going after him and just, ugh. God, what poses as legal commentary is pretty embarrassing there. But we're going to leave time for the Elon Musk interview, maybe a little bit from that Republican debate that nobody really cares about. But let's uh, oh, let's welcome on Eric, the great American burrito maker, for a great big thank you from Blake and Randy holding down the fort tonight for Dr. Matt Dunn on Backbone. Eric, how are you, man? I'm, uh, I'm all right now that I'm able to serve the greatest American, you and Blakey, Blake, Blake, in the whole world, your burritos. Those burritos were pleasure. sizzling hot when they got here, man. Well, I have to be <laughs> professional for you. Yum, <laughs> Just yum. Just like you are for all of us. Well, I have to share some gloom and doom, and I want you to be aware of it. Felisa texted you the message. On your regular phone, okay? Okay. But uh, Mayor Johnston, he finally found a way, Randy. You know um, 
Johnson and Wells, the college over here on 17th. Yeah. In Park Hill in, in, in uh, Quebec. Yeah. Yeah, he's renting out December the 15th of this month um, to the illegals and the homeless. <laughs> the whole college, my brother. Oh, my God. I just uh, yeah. I, I went and looked for the post and just opened it. City of Denver has rented the two dorms on the southwest corner of the campus, 17th, between Quebec and Pontiac, from Denver Housing Authority in order to house what they refer to as homeless and migrant persons. You never hear the word illegal or alien in there anymore. So, yeah, if you bought a beautiful home in a beautiful neighborhood around Quebec and 17th, uh, this is what your mayor, the people that the person that you elected to direct some of the spending in your city, this is how he's prioritizing your needs in your neighborhood. It's it's really sad, Eric. Well, you know, I live right here on Quebec, as you know, uh, uh, right here about uh, three blocks away from there when, uh, you know, when I was attacked from Antifa. Uh, that day when I called you, <laughs> and you had forewarned me because Tay Anderson was behind behind all that. That's when I had to do all that, you know, and pull out my artillery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I and guess you can going... talk about that now, Eric, since it's behind yeah. you, but maybe not too yeah. much on air. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's there. It's there. I mean, it's it was a nightmare, and then you know. Just knowing that you were there for me had comforted me, you know, knowing that you had my back, Randy. And it happened uh, during the time of your Saturday show at that, at that I think it was like 2 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, I had to pop off some rounds on them people. <laughs> so, <sighs> oh, my God, I'll Dear. just keep you posted because it's not – and. You know, Randy, just like when I was bringing you and Blake burritos, I saw all the little tent cities around your place, your yeah. beautiful complex area. Yeah. That you guys telecast from, you know, I mean, broadcast from. And it's just no cops around nowhere, not even to uh, do uh, a, a scare tactic uh, check, so to speak. Well, Eric, my my only hope is, uh, in, especially in my beloved birth city of Denver, that uh, when enough of these kinds of things keep happening in people's own backyards, that they start to realize it's no longer somebody else's problem. When we elect these radical Democrats to positions of power, our life becomes dangerous, more expensive and less rewarding. And that's just the bottom line. And. Man, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, and thank you so much you for well. your thoughtfulness. Love to Felissa, and we will be in touch. Okay. God bless. God bless. All right. Let's get to Dave in Centennial. Dave, welcome. Randy, how are you doing? Uh, a couple of things. I was listening to um, uh, Jimmy Sangenberger yesterday morning. He had the previous Republican uh, clerk and recorder on and the clerk and recorder said there isn't much difference if any from us showing up in the <clears throat> old days of standing in line and getting a ballot and voting in the machines than the mail-in ballots astonishing god that he was was that Matt Crane that was Matt Crane he my... said that they had a 
all-star cast to go through and run through a scenario of counting the difference. Well, Dave, you dropped out a little bit there. Why don't you repeat what you said? They had a scenario of something, people, and then we lost you. Well, he had a scenario of people coming in, their star-studded counters to come in, and he said the end result was they made mistakes too, so there wasn't any appreciable difference between mail and, he said, you get a paper ballot in the mail, what's the big God. deal? That's terrifying. It's just terrifying. Um, well, and, and the other side of it is, just to work in the other one so you can reflect on both of them, uh, he indicated that uh, people had looked at the videos of the suitcases underneath the the voting uh, areas uh-huh. there where they took videos of pulling them out. Yeah. And he said uh, one of the people that gave insight to it that had credibility was Peter Balls. And he said that was just a video. They just manipulated all the pictures. It really wasn't real. He said that? Yes, it wasn't real. Which Jimmy show was that? That was yesterday morning. So just go back and listen to it. Peter Boyles is the authority now on actuality and terrifying the fact that that was just they were playing with videos, and it really didn't happen. Well, at 81, I guess it's great to be an authority on something, but I don't re- ever remember anybody challenging the accuracy of the videos. They just explained it as nothing to see here. That's just where, yeah. you know, ballots are being stored, and nobody ever talks about the fact that it was uh, that there was a false alarm where they said there was a massive water leak, got all the Republicans to leave that building, and then Absolutely. reopened, started pulling stuff out from under the tables and running ballots. I mean, wh- oh, my God. I'm OK. Well, I'm I'm a little speechless. And since I didn't hear the interview and, and Matt is a, a good friend and, you know, good friends can disagree vehemently about important things. But um, that's pretty extraordinary. If the comment was that the videos weren't real. No, nobody has ever said that there were videos from right inside the the uh, the voting center. So, wow. Well, thanks for well, letting me know about that. I, I imagine I'll be doing some podcasting this week, Dave. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a happy hey, New Year. Thank you Take so care. much, and thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Yeah, isn't that weird when you think about all of the, you know, it's going to be a drama-filled year next year. And uh, New Year's has always been tough for me because my brother's birthday was New Year's Eve and he died 40 years ago. And, and it you know, it's I could just never have that full level of celebration. And now this year, you know, the worst loss that you can experience as a human being of a spouse or a child. Um, I lost the, the former, not the latter. Um, and yet. I feel good when I tell someone to have a Merry Christmas. I feel good that someone cares enough to wish me a Merry Christmas, and I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure for me and my family that, um, you know, we continue traditions that we had, start new traditions that can matter for their kids and they can carry forward. And yet we have to be forewarned, forearmed, and ready to roll. All right, we've made it to the final segment of Backbone Radio. And before we do anything else, when we come back on the other side, I'm going to play a couple of minutes, very important two minutes from Elon Musk on Backbone. 
Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. So who we got here, Blake? Oh! Yeah, I couldn't get it from the riff. I had to wait for the lyrics. So anyway, welcome back. We're at the final segment of Backbone Radio. Many thanks to Matt Dunn for all his help uh, this since the summer for on my show and for the opportunity to sit in thanks to Blake Gallagher for a great job behind the glass music extraordinary everything just humming right along and that that last bumper not this one but the one before from King Crimson I I couldn't do it because you know for me King Crimson 21st century schizoid man or the court of the Crimson King um, just good stuff when you pull stuff out of I don't know if it's obscure or not definitely obscure to my Experience, But I enjoyed every single bit of it. So one thing I want to share, and then we'll play the Elon Musk interview. The It was a big deal. As your Republican National Committee man, I was so proud to come back and on my show report when we voted to take the Republican debates away from the presidential uh, debate commission, which, you know, gave us the Chris Wallace uh, hijacking of the Trump-Biden debate and, and you know, all of the, the different heavy-hitting lefties running these debates, and we thought, great, won't be happening again. Now, after four debates, the RNC is giving it up. And, uh, you know, they're trying to make it sound like they were successful, and I guess in some ways there were. We went from eight candidates down to four. At this time in the uh, in the 2020 or the 2016 election, we had 12 candidates still vying for the Republican nomination. And so they've got it whittled down to four. That's a good thing. But they are they're done. And they gave a couple of reasons for it. The committee, the RNC, has faced pressure from Trump's lower polling rivals who argued that the party should allow candidates to participate in an array of forums and debates without penalty. The candidates each signed an RNC pledge earlier this year that they would not take part in any debate that was not sanctioned by the RNC. In addition, President Trump, as you know, has refused to participate in these debates. And why would he when he's ahead by 40, 50, 60 percent over his rivals in the Republican Party and also beating Joe Biden in, uh, you know, and national polls don't mean a ton as we head into elections that are decided by the Electoral College. But still, the numbers are the numbers. And so uh, Trump has been encouraging RNC chair Ronna McDaniel to stop doing the debates, saying, let's focus, as Joe suggested, Joe from Arvada, let's focus on preparing for the general election. And it looks like the RNC has decided that that is some pretty good advice. And I, and I got to say, uh, 
I went to the first debate because our RNC meeting was there and all the entire RNC went and we were well taken care of and it was fun for that reason. But I thought it was a waste of time. I went to the second debate because it was at the Reagan library and a RNC officer took pity on me because, you know, the loss of my wife, the fact I'd never been to the Reagan library and said, hey, would you like to come to this one? But I haven't watched a single one since. And I don't think very many people are either. So I think it was a good idea. The RNC did the right thing in giving it a try because of the unique circumstances in this particular election cycle and the dominance of Donald Trump really seems like it's been kind of a waste of time. So I hope we're able to um, focus our resources in a different way now. I think that would be a terrific, terrific idea. But I've been talking about it. We've never heard it yet. Let's play it now. This was Jack Posobiec. Love Jack. Hung out with him, met him. Just super smart, super experienced. An inside intelligence guy who's now outside talking. Um, Young family, the whole nine yards. But he had uh, a chunk of time with Elon Musk. And there were a couple of minutes of that interview that I think you'd like to hear. Well, actually, Congressman Gates, the, the fact you mentioned that uh, about the FBI and CISA, this has been the huge thing that's come out of the Twitter files. And it's it was a two way street. So while you're tracking what the government was doing in 2020 vis-a-vis censorship, really leaning on regards to the Hunter Drive laptop, which we released in October of 2020. This is actually a huge question for X going forward into 2024, because, Elon, you've said that you want to be in, uh, you know, working in conjunction with within the confines of the law. But the question is, if that law is being enforced by the law enforcement agency of the FBI or the DHS, and then they come to X and say, these posts need to be censored, this information needs to be censored because we've determined whatever it is, you know, how does X make that determination? Well, if, if, we, if we believe that something is, is not in accordance with the law, then we will ask a, a, a judge or jury to... Um, make a decision um so been here. Yeah. We, we, we don't we, we don't have much of, of that that is the best we can do um so uh and and i i just want to be... you just cut out again elon you got a call oh sorry oh, you're um back. You're back. yeah uh i just want to be clear that the x platform will aspire to be as neutral as possible um and uh you know that's that that's and, and to be as open and transparent as possible. I I, I think we, we will be, I think we will achieve maximum transparency. I think I think we'll be I think we'll be fully transparent. Um, you know, hopefully by early next year. But but, but I, I would, I, I'm I'm confident we'll be be fully transparent by the by the time the, the there is an election next year. So like basically, people will just see anything that is happening on the system, and and nothing will be hidden. That is the goal. Well, if 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 those agencies, though, the FBI, the DHS, et cetera, if they reach out to X, I believe they called it defensive briefings in 2020 regarding which eventually culminated in the censorship of Hunter Biden. If they started reaching out again, would that be something that you or the team and, and no, I can understand if you want to answer now, but you would consider making public? We will be as transparent as is po- as possible with uh, with that, you know, the, yeah, and, and frankly, if, if, if I if I think a, a government agency is breaking the law in their demands on the platform, I would 
I would be prepared to go to prison personally if if I think they are they are the ones uh, breaking the law. How about that? Now, in case you got confused, what Jack Posobiec meant when he said the censoring of Hunter Biden, he he meant the censoring of the Hunter Biden laptop story right before the 2020 election. Polling after that election indicated as much as a six to eight percent shift in voting, even with the narrow margin of electoral college victory, six to eight percent of voting shifting toward Donald Trump had people been allowed to hear, know, and understand the Hunter Biden laptop story. Incredible. And what you heard there at the end from Elon Musk, I would be prepared to go to jail if I thought a government agency was violating the law in what they were demanding or of us to do. And by that, I infer he also means if he was court-ordered to turn something over and he believed it was a violation of the law, that uh, that he'd fight it, that he would, you know, contempt of court, you can wind up in jail until you comply with a judge's order. So that's that's pretty tough stuff. Think of all the manipulation that went on. Just incredible. And we've got it exposed. We've got a chance to knock it back 2024 is going to be something but regardless of what happens you must remember this i just want to say from the bottom of my heart i'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody the double champ does what the he wants three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com